Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have a very special guest uh, who's going to be talking to us about alchemy um, and what that means and how that actually can influence the way that we think to create different outcomes and results in our life and actually change the trajectory of our life. So it's going to be a very interesting conversation today. But before we get into our conversation and I introduce my guest, I just want to make sure that once the show is over, don't forget to click the link below this video to download the free ebook version of my best-selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So please let me introduce my special guest, Jim Self. How are you, Jim? Hi, Natalie. Thanks. Nice to be here with you. It's a pleasure to talk to you today. Um, alchemy is one of those subjects that... You know, I don't think many people know much about. Uh, they may have read a Paulo Coelho book about the alchemist, um, right. but still be very, you know, um, up in the air about what that is. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting into our conversation today. But um, why don't we start with your background and your story and how you got into, you know, moving in this kind of a world? Well, actually, I was kind of born into it. Like everybody, we all come into this body, whether we believe it or not, with these spiritual abilities, clairvoyance, clairaudience, telepathies, it's our natural state of being. And then the mom, dad, teacher, minister of life begin to say, no, I have a better idea. We do this, we go to these schools, we don't talk to these people, we eat these foods. And so in a real way, you are created in the image of mom, dad, teacher, minister, as well as the society says, this is the way to go. And so often that's very contrary to the individual, the individual that grows up. You look at the little baby's eyes at one years old and they're full of life and come back a little later and they're a little duller and a little duller as we move away from that own internal guidance system of the heart. And so when you begin to look at this world that we're in right now, in my case, I came into it, and even though I stumbled through the mom, dad, teacher, minister stuff, I didn't forget who I was. And in the context of that, there was always a voice in my head, and that's that, again, internal guidance system that says, you know, this is appropriate, that's not appropriate. That voice over many years turned into multiple voices. And in about 2003, to give you the short version, Metatron, one of the great archangelics, Lords of Light, basically said, there's a pathway that has never, ever been walked. And it is about your own evolution, your own ascension, and the ability to raise the earth back to its fully 12th dimensional Christed state of being, as well as hold the doorway open for all of humanity and many others to step into a fifth dimensional state of well-being. And he said, would you like to play? But it's kind of hard to say, well, I'll get back to you. <laughs> How do you say no to that? <laughs> exactly. So from that standpoint, much of where I had been teaching and experiencing evolved into what's called the Course in Mastering Alchemy. And alchemy is a way of life. It's not so much about changing lead to gold. Mm. That's not so difficult in itself, but it's really not about that. But it is very much about changing fear into love. And that's a mechanical process in spirituality. It's not a hope or a wish or maybe or someday. And so when you begin to look at alchemy as the altering the frequencies of thought, the changing of the harmonics of matter and the application of the elements of love, which there are many, you begin to have a desired result on your terms, not on the basis of what you should or they said. 
And so when you begin to play there, you begin to have a choice that you really don't have an awareness of uh, in your kind of walking around, worrying about the future, hoping the past doesn't bite you in the butt again. Hmm. So you're, I mean, like you said, like my only reference to alchemy is is working with metals, or, you know, and changing lead into gold. Um, sure. But what you're talking about is actually changing the way that we think. Now, I know that, uh, you know, you do a course in, in alchemy, which has been compared to a course in miracles. Um, yes. So, and, it, and it's, it's quite a lengthy program, right? It goes for a couple of years. It does. It takes a couple of years. This is not a, you know, come two weeks, get a certificate and put it on your wall. This is about you changing your whole perspective and then being able to create the reality that you desire relatively effortlessly. Right. And you're, what you're telling me is that everyone has the ability to do this. Absolutely. Right. However, we have a backpack that's full of a whole lot of, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve, I don't, I'm not a nice person. I'm not attractive. And every one of those beliefs that we hold, which turn into habits that we live are somebody else's statement that they handed to you. And in a way it's like a gift. I'm having a bad day and I don't like you today. And therefore I simply say, you're not okay. And to a little kid, we accept that because we don't know any difference, but then we get very stuck. We ask the worst possible question we can ask, which is, what did I do wrong? And the answer is never found because you did nothing wrong. It's simply somebody else's bad day being placed into your energy field. And so, but what we do in therapy is we think we have to go back through the emotions of the whole experience and then begin to relive it and actually, that's a choice, but actually it's only a choice. But if you could basically recognize that you're okay, you can't be not okay, and then work from that point. Right, so does that mean that we have a predetermined path in life or predetermined um, uh, target or place where we're supposed to end up in life? Is that what you think? Well, no, not necessarily. And yes, you know, you come in as a spiritual being, as a creator being coming here to experience yourself. And if we keep it kind of that narrow, one of the things we do is we begin to have experiences. But when we're told we're not okay and you didn't do it right and you didn't get a hundred on your test and you're never gonna succeed, those gifts that others bestow on you begin to be your markers that you start to view the world through. Right. But when you step back, as you know, and you're in a good space and you're enjoying yourself, you could make mistakes all day long and they don't turn into failures, they turn into oopses. It's like, oops, that didn't work, let me try it this way. But when they're failures, we don't go back into trying it a second time. So what Mastering Alchemy is really all about is, is when a person can begin to have a distinction between the rational mind, what we think with, and the heart, very two different things, the rational mind's job is to keep you safe and have you fit in because you don't want to upset them out there because they may not like you. And so you do things in a very controlled manner to not upset the apple cart.
but so often that feels uncomfortable in the heart. But when you have the freedom or when you have the room to simply say, yes, I'm enjoying myself, there are certain vibrations that you have. When you're playing at something you're enjoying, there's a certainty, there's a sense of capableness, there's a seniority, this is who I am. There's a feeling of enjoyment. Those are your natural states of being. So if you could create a platform of vibrations where you in the body had a sense of certainty and seniority and capable and graciousness and happy, and you wove those vibrations together as we weave, I'm not okay together, all of a sudden your ability to begin to move into present time rather than worrying about the past and the future driving your reality changes the whole makeup of how you begin to both view the world and engage with the world on your terms without the baggage. Hmm. And so when you teach people to do that, are they tapping to something inside of themselves or are they tapping into something greater than themselves? They're beginning to remember themselves. Hmm. See, you, you can't be not okay but we wear a shirt that's too small and shoes that don't fit. And then we hobble around and what's wrong with me. And the reality is when you basically can reframe yourself into well-being, the ability to start to view yourself as capable and creative as well as gracious, it starts to allow you to reframe how you begin to live your life. Right. So, I mean, knowing this information and being able to embody this information and this new way of thinking and being sounds like it would have incredible effects on like our relationships and wealth and, and, and the health of our lives, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let me give you an example. This is a real one of the very fundamental tools that we teach. We teach lots of tools. So you are aware of when somebody steps into what's called your space, you're aware of that presence. And so a person steps back or has to look sideways, figure out what's going on. But what if you were able to define that space? So in real terms, what it is, is that living organic energetic field that we call an aura is you. And if you were to stick your arm straight out in front of you and turn the palm of your hand towards you, approximately there is the edge of your aura. And if you were to create that as a circle all the way around you and over and below you, that would be the definition of where you start and stop. That's not purely true, but just for definition. One of the things, if I, if I said, do you know what a rose looks like? Can you remember a rose? Can you create a mental image picture of a red rose? It's all that's required. If you were to take that mental image picture and put it right at the edge of your aura, and simply make a decision that from the rose to my heart is me and everything on the other side of the rose is Shakespeare's theater to entertain me. And you created the rose as a point of delineation, not a wall, not a barrier, not a keep out, simply a point of definition. As soon as you begin to do that and play with it, it begins to be a very conscious awareness because it's the natural definition of that space. As you basically do that, it's much easier to watch all the movement in the world, the noise, the dramas, and you begin to recognize very quickly that has nothing to do with me. 
But without the rose, people's angers, resentments, frustrations, even joys, they're constantly passing through you. And until you stop and assess, is this mine? Or is this the collective consciousness simply passing through determining how I think, how I feel, and how I view the world around me to create what I want? Hmm. Two very different concepts. Does that make any sense? It does make sense. It does make sense. And that, then it, if, you add, if you add grounding, if you begin to look from behind your eyes, from the center of your head, you begin to observe from that place. The thing you find is I'm here. Here I am, present time where everything is created. Now, you're saying present time and living in the moment. Uh, but earlier, you also mentioned something about fifth dimension. What is what's your definition of what that fifth dimension is, and why do we want to, you know, you know, reach that? Well, the world that we have lived in is in a transition right now, and it has been that way since about 2012. Another big story, but let's call the world we've lived in 3D. And 3D is like a box that has rules and structures, as well as fourth and fifth dimensions have structures. But in 3D, the structure is one of the primary structures is time. And we believe time only exists as past, present, future, and then you die. And if you think about how most, how many people, maybe yourself, create a perspective of time, two things happen. They told me in my past, if I did X, I would be successful in my future. Or I hope the thing I did back then never comes back to bite me in the butt again. So you're constantly looking between past and future. You're worrying about what your future is going to be in the future. But the only place you create anything is in present time. The other thing, the third dimension is conditional. It is structured in a way that's built on good and bad and right and wrong and should and shouldn't. None of which are your words. They're kind of human words. When you step out of that third dimensional box into a fourth dimensional space, I'll keep this real simple, you start to find that present time is the only time. It's right now. It's right where we're talking right now. We're not thinking about breakfast or dinner. In present time, something happens differently than in third dimension. In third dimension, present time is reactionary, meaning, oh my God, this wasn't supposed to happen. Present time. In fourth dimension, where we're sitting in this moment, we could say, what would you like for dinner? And we could run out a list of choices. You also have something in, in when you step into fifth dimension, it's present time, but it's structured in well-being. In present time and well-being is dignity, respect, appreciation, gratitude, kindness, co-creation, cooperation, failure, fear, control, domination, imposition, slavery does not exist in a fifth dimensional reality. As soon as you begin to put your attention on this, she's bad, he's not good, this is not right, you just never get kicked out of fifth dimension, but you fall back into that third dimensional mind vibrational field. So building a platform of words, a sense of certainty and capable kindness, graciousness, and then beginning to recognize in present time, that's who you are. You create a very different reality than the reality that you've known to date. Wow. And we access fifth dimension just by embodying and being and operating and thinking from this new alchemy paradigm. 
Well, yes, and it's simple, but it's not easy. Right. Because we're we're very much like a freight train at 90 miles an hour. And I'm standing here saying, just turn right. And it's like, no, you don't understand. This is my life. It's all these things. No, just just turn right. And eventually you do just turn right. And there's just ease and well-being. It's very quiet. And your ability to create from the tools that you're given in terms of sound tones and color codes and beginning to recognize the vibrational fields to change the direction of thought, you're playing in a very different reality. That's the reality that's now being presented to people who are waking up. Wow. And it also sounds like uh, if someone's watching the show and they had, uh, let's call them gifts or abilities as a child, but for some reason was shut them down because, you know, they were told they shouldn't or it wasn't right or right. something's weird with you or you're not, you know, normal. Um, something like uh, a course in alchemy could really help to open and heighten that again for them. It does, absolutely. That's the whole purpose. Right. See, the real piece here is you can't take your baggage with you on this journey. And so you can't take I'm not okay with you. And one of the things that is happening right now in the world is a lot of the internal baggage is exactly what you're seeing in the external world playing out in all kinds of different directions. But if a person can find that platform of balance and basically understood this is who I am, then what does happen is a lot of the noise, the I'm embarrassed, I was humiliated, I'm not good, it actually comes to the surface, but it's not coming to the surface as an emotion it's simply an awareness that you begin to realize relatively quickly it's leaving. Mm -hmm. It's like air bubbles under the water that are now popping and leaving. You cannot take your baggage with you on this journey. And this is one of the ways you begin to structure the possibilities of the future opportunity right now. Jim, we could talk for hours. Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm so fascinated with, with you and with this subject. Um, but, of course, we're running out of time. So um, if people want to connect with you, find out about it, the course in alchemy, they do have a website. Where can they get their hands, connect with you, and where can they get their hands on the book? Sure. Masteringalchemy.com. Mm -hmm. And our business model is to give away more free substantive stuff than, in a way, what we treat as coursework. So the purpose is make a decision from an, in, from an intelligent, well-thought-out place as to what you're stepping into. There's free lectures, there's archives of all kinds of things. There's tools that are taught for free to give people a perspective of what this is all about. And then there's the book Course in Mastering Alchemy, which we've been absolutely flattered to be considered in the same category as the Course in Miracles. Mm. And that can be purchased on Amazon or through masteringalchemy.com. It's wonderful. Jim, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate uh, you being here and, and our conversation. Natalie, thank you very much. Blessings to you. So, guys, I encourage you, please share this video. Let's get the word out there. I mean, this is such an amazing uh, subject to be to be talking about and to be involved with. Now, you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. And don't forget, you can click either on the banner to the side or the link underneath the video so you can go directly through to Jim's website uh, to get your hands on some of the, the free goodies that he's giving away there and really find out more about this, especially if you watched the show today and it sparked some kind of excitement or a light went off inside of you. I encourage you to find out more. And don't forget, after all of that, 
the the link below that is a, a link to the free ebook version of my book Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So you can download that as well. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.